What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about the holy grail of modern-day basketball that has been graded, and we're going to discuss whether you should be grading your one-of-ones or not. So the Luka Doncic one-of-one National Treasures Logo Man Autograph Rookie Card it has an extremely long name. As many of you have heard, that card sold a couple weeks ago for $4.6 million, breaking the basketball record and almost breaking the record for most expensive sports card. So that card in the past few weeks since the sale has been graded. It received a BGS 9, and I think the question that I get pretty often after I'm talking about grading one of ones is if you even should grade one of ones. And I think there are a few factors that go into why you should or shouldn't be grading your one of ones. I think the first one is just going to come down to does it affect the value? And I think that's a question that is kind of hard to distinguish one way or the other because since it is a one of one, there aren't really many other comps. So like this one of one Luca card, sure, this card sold for $4.6 million, but does it just being graded, does that make it more valuable? And I, I, I don't necessarily think there is a real way to tell because with these one of ones, it really is just, it comes down to how much someone is willing to pay for the card. I think if you are grading a one of one that's more of like a base card, so if you're looking at like an optic or like a prism or, you know, a Don Russ or any of these one of ones that are non like autographs, non national treasures cards, it, I think it's a little bit easier because what I usually say to people when they're trying to price out their one of ones is I would look at, uh, I would try to find other one of ones that have sold and other one of ones that are coming from the same set. And that's going to be tough in some cases. Like, I'm sure, you know, you're probably not going to be able to find the the one of one uh, Trey Young National Treasures anywhere on eBay or anywhere. But like if you're looking at like a optic or prism or like I said, any of these other base cards, you should be able to find someone else in that set that has had a card that sold that was one of one. And then from there, what I would probably do to price it is is going to be kind of finding the percentage of what the regular base card sells for comparing the two players. So like if you're talking Luka versus Trey, I'd look at the price difference between the Luka Trey, Luka Trey base prism or the Luka Trey base optic. Now, that isn't always foolproof because, you know, there are going to be opportunities where where some cards may be undervalued in the sense that like the percentage across the board isn't exactly equal you know like you're not going to find that like a luca base prism versus a a tray base prism you know that may be 40 to 50 percent difference in price but like an optic may be 30 or 40 percent difference so like there's not going to be an exact science and i know people will people probably have a bunch of different ways so people watching the video if you if you have a way that you're actually basing your pricing of one of one uh make sure you leave that in the comments and make sure you hit the like and subscribe button as well. I would really appreciate that. So grading the one of one, should you be doing it? I think, and it's, like I said, there's not, it's hard to find comparisons like comparison pricing. So like if you're looking to get the card graded because you want it authenticated, the grade really doesn't matter. I think if you are grading, like if this Luca card came back and it was an eight, I don't think that really makes that much of a difference if it's an 8 or it's, if it's a 9. If it come back, comes back a BGS 9.5 or if they got it graded by PSA, which I don't, um, 
they obviously didn't do, but if it came back like a BGS 10 or a BGS 9.5, I think that does positively affect the grade, but I don't, or it positively affect the price. But like I said, I don't think necessarily if it's a 7, 8, or a 9, I don't think that necessarily negatively affects the card. Like, I don't think the fact that it came back a 9, I don't think now the card sold for $4.6 million. I don't necessarily think that now that it came back in nine that it's worth four million dollars. Like I still think it's a four point six million dollar card. And even if it came back in eight, I still think that price holds up. If you look at the Giannis card, that one also came back with a low grade from BGS. So like I said, I don't necessarily think the low grades affect the cards, but I do think a higher grade will affect the card, uh, on pricing at least. Like if, like I said, if this card had come back a PSA 10 or a BGS 9.5 or a BGS 10, I do think that would help the value because that does help with the condition. And I know it seems almost counterintuitive for me to say that grading doesn't really necessarily affect it unless it's good. But I just think that like the one of one, like the other problem that I think sometimes happens with when you're grading is that some people, and I wish that grading card companies would fix this. I wish they would do more. They would check the card because like, I know there was an issue with a, uh, I think the one of one superfractor Juan Soto actually was regraded from a BGS nine to a PSA ten, which there is a little bit of a controversy there because apparently the autograph was changed, like it was clean, so that way it came back a PSA ten. So like if you're grading a one of one, or if you are I mean a one of one or a one of five, like I just think that I, I, I guess it's in the grading card's best or the grading company's best interest to have the card in their slab versus the competitor's slab. But at the same time, I just think that they should have some sort of gentleman's agreement or um, some sort of agreement. Uh, just a saying, some sort of agreement between the companies that if they see like the like uh, I don't know whatever like the Wander Franco two of five autograph like the red. Uh, first Bowman, if they see that that's graded by the other company, that they should say that you can't, then we won't grade this card because it affects the population and it affects the population on both sides because if the card's being cracked and it's a PSA 9 and then the recement and that comes out, comes back a PSA 10, in theory, there could be eight or nine red number to five Bowman Chrome autographs of any, any one player because someone's cracking it and getting it re-slabbed. So I wish there was a way that they would change that uh, that they would not grade a card based, and I, and I know with PSA and BGS, they get so many cards that I guess for them it's it's harder to do the research and spend the time doing the research because of how much they're grading. But I just think realistically there should be a way that they can look at the card and say, we're not going to grade this card because it's already been graded if it's a low number rookie. And I guess they, they obviously can't do that with every single set, but if it's if it's a... I think they should at least do it with the number to fives and the superfractors or the, the one of ones. I think they should at least spend the extra time because those cards, like I said, a high grade on those cards affects the prices much more than a low grade. Like if you have a, let's just say one of the red number to five, I'm going to use the same example. One of the, if the red number to five, Wander Franco is a BGS nine. If that card gets graded, it's the same thing with actually, you know, I guess we could use the example of the Juan Soto. That Juan Soto PSA 10 is going to be much more valuable than a BGS 9 or even a BGS 9.5. Now, the problem with that Juan Soto is like, obviously it was altered, but PSA doesn't know that. And this almost gets to the point where, you know, you look at the the backlog that I've talked about in previous videos about like, if, if BGS and PSA could create some sort of backlog on their side, which 
I think should probably exist and like I don't know why it wouldn't exist is like a photo if you could just type in like what the card is and that maybe maybe they would even have to I think if they were to offer some sort of different service, they would have to change kind of the way they do business maybe in a way and maybe charge a little bit more for some of these more expensive cards, which they do. But also at the same time, if you're doing a number to five or a one of one, they should charge more for those cards because there should be more research that's done on – there should be more research that's done on number to fives and super fractors than just a regular base card because, like I said, the – the difference between a BGS 9.5 and a PSA 10 is going to be very significant for one of these number to fives. And if someone's getting a B, if someone gets a, a BGS 9.5 and they get it regraded, that affects the population report on both sides. Because you know, obviously, if there's, you're not going to have five more than five graded from any specific company. But I mean, you could if someone just keeps resubmitting it and they keep giving it a grade, like. I don't know. I just wish there was a way that maybe they could charge more for some of these low number parallels and just so that way they can make sure that it's not being graded and almost like a gentleman's agreement that they would, like I said, that they would not grade a card if it's already been graded by a different company. Like the base cards, there's nothing you can really do. There's no way to really distinguish. They don't have any uh, distinguishing features that would affect how you could say that this card was already graded. There's, real, there's really no way to change that aspect of it. And I almost think that with the one of ones, I think it would be kind of an interesting idea. If, it, if instead of giving it a grade, I think if they just gave it some sort of authentication or some sort of one of one grade where they're not necessarily grading the card, but they're just saying that this is an authentic one of one. And because we don't want to, because grading, whether we like it or not, it affects a card and it affects the price of the card. So like a one of one, shouldn't be necessarily affected by the grade of the card. Now, it is obviously, like I've talked about examples of why I think it is. Now, there's no way to prove it one way or the other, and I'm interested to see if people disagree with me on that fact. But I just look at it and say, if if BGS or PSA were to just say, this is an authentic one of one and not give it a grade, I think that would be, at this point, it would be hard to do in the industry because of how many of the grade, how many of cards like one of ones have been graded. So just to out of the blue change the way that the the concept and to change the one of one grading, I don't necessarily think would it would take a lot longer that they would have to do some sort of cutoff date. It would have to be all cards graded or all cards made after 2020, like tw let's just say one of ones that are 2022. And past that, those are the ones that are going to be. Uh, those are the ones that are going to be. They they're not going to be graded. They're just going to have an authentication sticker, and you're not going or their authentication case or whatever they end up doing. And they wouldn't have like a ten or a nine or a nine five. I just think that would be a, that would be a concept that I think would. I think it would be good for the industry just because it would it would take the grading out of the price of the card, which I think is a good thing and I think is something that would be good for the industry as well. And when it comes to this Luca card, like I said, I don't think it necessarily affects the price. If it, if it had come back a 9.5 or came back a 10, I think that would probably up the price a little bit just right off the bat of getting it graded. Uh, you know, we saw the one of one uh, Pete Alonzo Super Fractor. I think that one has like an 8.5 with a 10 autograph grade. And that one was up on eBay, I know, a while ago. I'm not sure if it's sold or not. Like, I made a post about it, and apparently there's a backstory about the guy who owns it, and he just wanted to put it on eBay, and he wasn't actually trying to sell it or whatever, which actually that was probably like two or three years ago. So at this point, if it's sold, 
then he probably got a decent price for the card itself. But either way, like that card was an 8.5, and I don't necessarily think that that grade is a, that grade should affect the pricing of whatever that card is. So if someone wants to buy a one of one, and someone's some, and like I said, it's all up to what the person wants to sell it for and what what, what the person wants to buy it for as well. So I think overall, should you be grading one of one cards? You know, I think you should be grading them to get them into the case, to get them into some sort of, you know, either a BGS or a PSA slab. But I don't necessarily think that the grade on the card affects the price too significantly. Like, I think there are there are people who do want to buy the grade and not the card. I think that's kind of a saying that we've heard uh, across the industry for the past few years. Or actually, I don't know, something that I've heard more recently because of what's happened with P PSA's prices going up. But... You should be buying the card, not the grade. And I think that's the case what you should be looking at with these one-of-ones. Like, don't if – the, if the grade is low, that shouldn't really affect the price as much. And I know that's what I've been saying this whole video. But I think that if you're buying the one-of-one, one, you're buying the only one of that card. So if you're, if you're buying that $4.6 million Luca card, you're not buying it because it's in a it, – because it's – in a BGS9 slab, you're buying it because you want to buy the the, the one of one Luca. So I just look at it from that perspective, and I think that's why it really doesn't affect the card that much, the price, but I think you should be grading one of ones just to get them into some sort of case. And I mean, even if you have the chance at getting a high grade on it, I think that's worth the risk. Obviously, if you're buying like the Luca for $4.6 million, you probably have the money to then go like i would not be sending that card like that's one of the things i would be going and dropping it off at bgs doing a one-day service or psa i'd be doing a one-day service and getting it as soon as possible there's no way i would be putting something like that in the mail just because it's i yeah i think i feel like it's pretty self-exclamatory why you wouldn't be putting something like that in the mail i never really had too much of an issue with packages getting lost but at the same time it's like $4.6 million, not, you, you wouldn't just send $4.6 million through the mail. If I'm getting that card graded, I'm going down to the service, and I'm getting graded, and I don't know, if you have the $4.6 million to buy a card, you probably have a little bit of expendable income to, you know, turn it into some sort of a vacation or whatever. I don't know if who's vacationing in, in, um, <laughs> near the BGS or PSA headquarters, but either way, that's what I would do if I had one of these one-of-one -one cards and I wanted to get it graded. Thank you all for watching the video. Make sure if you enjoyed, you hit the like and subscribe button. And if you had any thoughts on some of my opinions, make sure you go and you leave them in the comments.